Good day, sunshines. It's Julie, and while I thought I was ending season three with episode 33 yesterday, I'm back again with another episode for ending 2023 with a reframe. And it's a really important one. It's one I've done and didn't quite have the clarity of mind as to how to to word it. But in dealing with um, others that are going through it right now, and they're really, really in it, like deep depression, and watching how guiding them in a certain way can literally change them and change their outlook and pull them out of the thought process that is the depressive state, I wanted to share it with you because it's really, really important. So this episode I'm going to title, Isn't It Wonderful? And this is coming off of a podcast episode that I was listening to and I don't even, I don't even know the podcast and I'm, I'm sorry that I can't point you back to it, but it's probably not important because what it, what it was is just understanding that there are phrases that you can have that you can use that aren't fluff, that isn't Pollyanna, isn't let's blow sunshine up our butts and pretend that we're not actually depressed and anxious and all of these negative feelings, but that can refocus your attention to slowly move the needle in the right direction for you, in the healthier, lighter, more energized direction. So isn't it wonderful is the phrase that was used. The content of the podcast is not of their podcast of the one that I was listening to isn't relevant beyond that phrase. So isn't it wonderful? It first off, it cracked me up because I immediately thought of the Stevie wonder song. So there's a great tactic in and of itself because Music can change our space very quickly. It can help us. If, if you're feeling really angry, you can put on angry music and kind of bash around with it and get the movement of it. If you're feeling sad, you can put on sad mu- music and move the sadness through. You can put on whatever type of music, however you want to feel and change your space. So that helps having a song that you can immediately attach to, to change your energy, the internal, cellular, bodily, physical structure of depression. Because when you are feeling depressed, in no uncertain terms, your body feels heavy. Everything feels heavy. You want to sleep more. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to put on clothes or shower or it feels like everything is a massive weight. If picking up an envelope and opening it 
is something that you need to do. That feels like you are Magellan needing to discover something. It's like, it, it can be so heavy. So just lightening your load with a phrase, it, isn't it wonderful? And attributing it to the song. I won't sing it for you right now because, God, my throat is so quirky anyway, but you can imagine it in your head. Okay, starting there. So now I'm going to go into story time because I realized that this was like such a fabulous little symbolic metaphor. Okay, so going back to Christmas Day, I had purchased this silly little pin for my mother and it is a social battery pin and in that it has green to yellow to orange to red markers along this and then there's a little lever that moves and the lever literally looks like a little lightning bolt and so it's pointing to how much social anxiety you've got <laughs> and like you can manually move your lever <laughs> up and down according to okay I'm, I'm okay I'm fine and then you keep pushing it and it says, nope, we're done. I'm out. Well, it's just this little China made thing. It was a joke more than anything, but I bought it a long time ago and <clears throat> there it was. And it had a couple of weird backs to it. Um, and my father was looking at it and he immediately lost one of the backs off of it. And so that meant the little lightning bolt fell off and it bounced and we all saw it bounce and it bounced on the rug and we swore it hit the rug, it hit the, um, the couch and went under it. And my son, Ben had perspective on it. And then my father had dropped it. And then I heard it, but didn't see it. And then my daughter was at a different perspective and she thought she saw it go under the couch. So we knew that, okay, we've got to find this now or we're never going to find it because all the shrapnel from Christmas is going to be dispersed. And then it's just going to be sucked up in the vacuum cleaner if we don't find it now, because it was very tiny. And, um, it like, like the size of an earring, uh, like just a, not a, not a big earring, just one that would, a stud earring. So we are looking, we're breaking the, the carpet with fingers. We're looking from all angles. My mother has not moved because she's like, no, don't worry about it. It's gone. And I'm like, it, like, we're like, no, it's here. We know it's here. This is silly. We're going to look for it. So looking for it for a few minutes now. We've moved the couch, we've moved everything back, and we're still raking the carpet. And I decide to move across the room toward my mother. Now, this is a good six feet at least. And I find it on its side, literally at my mother's feet. And my mother didn't see it. It was that small. And everybody in the room went, no way. No way did it fall that far away. Okay. So the space that it moved alone was like, there's no way. 
it was just, it, it, it seemed too far-fetched. But the fact that it was a little lightning bolt is what caught my attention when I was saying this story today because it came out of nowhere. It was just me guiding somebody through their situation. And they were looking for, isn't it wonderful, because everything is going wrong in this person's life. I mean, everything. Health issues and car issues and money issues and relationship issues and all of this stuff. And they're not making it up. It really is happening to them. So I got the call saying, I need help. I need you to be a sounding board. And the very first phrase out of their mouth was, I'm making, I'm trying to make sense out of nonsense. Or something to that effect, I'm paraphrasing, because that's the phrase that I use now. That's the one that I claimed. In, when you're dealing with a narcissist, trying to make sense out of nonsense is exactly where they get you. And so this is the phrase that I got hip to. I was like, oh, right. As soon as I realize that I'm trying to make sense out of nonsense, I need to put that down and walk away from it. So he said, right from the jump, I'm trying to make sense out of nonsense. Okay. So I knew where, where to guide this person. And continued on with how, how things are just adding up to be shit in his life. How it's like, what am I doing wrong? How do I, how do I do this? How do I, and my very first recommendation is you don't do anything about it, but you look for, isn't it wonderful? Now that can be a very hard jump when you're in a depressive state and he's like, everybody's telling me to be positive. And that's where I disagree with everybody else who's saying be positive. No, don't be positive. Look for, isn't it wonderful? And this is where the, the little pin came to me. Because I remember being in the space that this person is in. I knew it all too well. Everything. There was, not a, there was a time not too long ago when literally every aspect of my life was horrible. It was just, it was just wretched. And I couldn't get out of my own way. So I said to him, I said, this is after I, I cleared all the space out. And he was in a different mind space. But had this circumstance with that pin happened when I was in my low space, in my depressive state, and, and needing to move house and have every relationship in my life in such a shit spot and physically ill mentally ill, emotionally ill, all of these things, when all of that was pressing down on me, 
had that little tiny incident of losing the lever off of that little little pin. If that had happened, it would have been catastrophic for me. I would have melted down. I would have been in a complete state of disrepair. But instead, in that moment, when that back fell off, and I knew what it was because I had looked at the, at the components of it before wrapping it up as a gift, and I knew <laughs> it's, just a little, it's just a little gadget. It's just a little made-in-China piece of crap button, but it's, it's the sentiment behind it that was funny. So I knew in an instant that a little baggie of plastic earring backs that I had had, that I had picked up probably close to 10 years ago from another job that I had had where I was um, managing a, uh, a little store and I was a one man, one woman show where I was buying the product, marketing the product, and selling the product. And that store was shutting down. So there were certain things that I could take. And this was literally a bag of plastic earring backs. And hundreds of them. Nobody in their right mind needs this many earring backs. But any woman who has had stud earrings in her life knows at some point an earring back gets yanked off and you inadvertently lose it. You have no idea where it goes. It ends up in some heat register or in a fiber of carpet that it is lost to, to never be found again. So I thought, well, this could come in handy. So in that moment, I knew, boom, 10 steps away in my bedroom, I have that baggie. It will fit the back of this. Problem solved if we can find the little lightning bolt. And we did. And boom, it fit right on the back. Problem solved. Done. Stupid little pin. Stupid little fix. But it's those tiny little things that we can be going through in a depressive state that they add up. And it adds to the weight of what you're carrying around. So it isn't unimportant that that thought is not accessible when you're in that heavy, burdened state. Please don't blame yourself when you are there. It's a very hard leap. So here's where, here's where we're going to continue this. So we've got the phrase, isn't it wonderful? When that pin falls apart and you want to pick up that mental space of, see, everything turns to shit. It goes to shit. Even the good things that I'm doing turn to shit. Why? Why is this happening to me? This is where, isn't it wonderful, is inserted. And you look for, isn't it wonderful? And that can be kind of a stretch. So you want to look for what happens. What is good? Where is this good? 
And right in that moment, you might not be able to find it. But what you're really looking for with the phrase of, isn't it wonderful, is you're looking for faith. Because that's what you've lost when you're in a depressed state, when you're in an anxious state. You've lost faith that it's going to turn around. And there's nothing wrong with losing faith. We have to lose it in order to know where it is. We have to come out of balance in order to know where the balance point is. And so this is part of it. So I'm going to remind you, there's four cornerstones. We have physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Those are your four cornerstones. So in physical, a good example of losing, of coming out of balance is when you are extremely underweight or extremely overweight. You're out of balance. You're not where your healthy weight is supposed to be. Mental is when you are really trying to pound that square peg into the round hole in terms of resolving an issue. And it can be something like um, fiscally, you know, trying to resolve an issue. A, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to date myself with balancing your checkbook because God knows this generation doesn't even know what a checkbook is, much less know how to balance it. So knowing how much money you have and how, where that balance point is, when you can't balance that checkbook, when you can't find out exactly how much is there and you're like, no, 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 it's here. I know it's here. Where is it? And you've gone through it and you've, you've tried to find what the bank had and you've tried to find what you have for, for debits and, and checks and all of these things. And it's not matching up. That is out of balance. Okay. Now the emotional, you know, that one that's depressed, heavy, heavy, heavy energy. That's way out of balance. And in love and love and love and love and love. And you can't see anything other than the person that you're in love with. That's out of balance on the other end of the spectrum. Now the spiritual is those existential crises that you're in when you're not sure you believe in anything outside of yourself. And this can happen for those that don't believe in God. There's, you can have a crisis of what's the point in life. And it's not that you're looking for it to be a higher being. It's not that you're looking for it to be, um, you know, a God or angels or anything ethereal. It's just that you get lost in that, that space. So whatever you label it, it doesn't matter. It is a crisis of faith. I've lost faith in things working out. Okay. So it doesn't have to be religious. So please, if you've got your hacks up over that, don't worry about it. It's, it's just labeling. It's just energy. Okay. So here we are out of balance, holding on to that phrase. Isn't it wonderful? Here's, here's the target that I want you to find. And here's what you can look for through 2023, like backing into it and seeing what was, and you can go as far back as you want. It doesn't like, it's just that here's the year. So 
often we do the year in review. But there's also your whole life. You can, you can go back there. But now you can flip it. So you're like, okay, that's what was. And now what do I want for the upcoming year? How do I want this to change right now? So if you are in a very heavy space in any of those cornerstones and you want to focus on one in particular, isn't it wonderful can be focused on any or all of them at individually or collectively. So take your scenario and then look for the, isn't it wonderful? Now, you're not going to find it if you're in that heavy space. It's going it, to be like, no way. <clears throat> That's just the problem. I've lost faith. I don't think that this is going to work out at all. I just think that more shit's going to come down the pike. And I'm going to be buried up, up Shit's Creek without a paddle. Here I am forever. This is my life. Nope. It doesn't have to be. And I am proof positive that it doesn't have to be. You will not be there forever. You don't know when you're coming out of it that that's a certainty, but you can come out of it and you can come out of it in two months time. Now that might seem like an interminable amount of time, but when you look at two months, look back at 2023 and go, wait, how did 12 months just pass? Two months is nothing. That is one sixth of your year. That ain't nothing. That's, it blinks by. No problem. And anybody who has kids knows how quickly two months goes by. So, two months is your target, okay? And I want you to aim for, isn't it wonderful to be held for two months? Every day for two months. Okay, wow, that seems like a lot. Well, what is that? That is also 60 days, okay? Now we've broken it down into days. So now we've got months. We've got it down to days. You can break it down to weeks if you want, but 60 is a nice number because there are 60 seconds in a minute. There's 60 minutes in an hour. There's 60 days. That is your goal. Okay. So if you keep 60 in your thought process, all you need to do is hold, isn't it wonderful? for one minute, 60 seconds. Okay. You can't hold it for 60 seconds. That's okay. That's also a target. It is your short term target. It will bring you into the now. And the now is the only place that you can change your energy. It is the only place that you have power. If you are looking in review, that's already happened. You can't change what's already happened. And if you are looking ahead, you can't change what's out there because it hasn't happened yet. So it brings you into the moment, which is a key to changing your state. So here we are. I want you to think about that little lightning bolt, that little stud earring of a lightning bolt. That's really what was missing. And where did it turn up? At the holder, the gift recipient's feet. It is right there. The isn't it wonderful is in the immediate. It is in the right here and right now, and it is at your feet. But where you are, your perspective 
needs to change. So if we were to look at it from a standing position at five feet or above, you're not going to find that little stud earring. We needed to get down lower. So take a different perspective. Okay, if I was an ant, that thing would have been glaringly obvious. So now take an ant's perspective and change. Or when things are really, really big and you could say, okay, oh my God, we're freaking out over this tiny little stud earring pin, whatever. Well, my mom wasn't. She was like, it's fine. It's, you know, it's gone. This, that, the other thing. That's one perspective to take. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. It really, in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Now, what about if you raise yourself up to a macro perspective and you go way, 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 way out and you are now at a sun perspective and you are looking at back at the earth and all you see are globs of blue and green and peace. Then it, everything, it, you get a different perspective. It doesn't matter. So you get to choose what perspective you're going to have. You get to choose whether or not you want to look at this from an ant level or even smaller, a microbe level, or go way out there at a macro level. But whatever it is, try on different perspectives of isn't it wonderful and whatever one actually hits, actually truly feels in your body like, yes, I can 100% believe it is wonderful then that's the one that you want to claim in that moment. But the problem becomes when we look at the anger, when we look at the dissolution of how we wanted things to be and they're not actually turning out that way. It's, it's a very subtle balancing act of finding how your body feels and finding the right thought to pick up and simultaneously putting down the ones that are too heavy. So when things are not going right, when, when somebody hits your car in a parking lot, or maybe it's the grocery cart that the wind blows into your car and creates that dent, that mark, that whatever it is, you can look at that and be like, why the hell does all this stuff keep happening to me? Or you can look for the, isn't it wonderful? And you can go, okay, wait, isn't it wonderful that nobody died? Isn't it wonderful that my car is still functioning and I don't actually need to attend to this right now. Okay, that's good. And keep looking at it from a different angle. Or maybe it's somebody that actually did hit your car and maybe they wait around to tell you they feel really badly that they did this. Maybe it's a really old person and they just lost their spouse and they were distracted and in that in that moment they hit your car and now they've lost their spouse and they've caused an accident and they've caused you harm but in hearing that maybe you can be like wow 
Isn't it wonderful that that old guy, in all of his dismay, in all of his stuff that's going wrong for him, he waited around to tell me that he caused a scratch on my car. Oh, I'm so sorry that you did that. And now you can find compassion and empathy. And isn't that wonderful that you can access new emotions that aren't heavy because compassion and empathy are in the love arena. And those things are lighter. That brings you out of your state of heaviness. The things that are in the heaviness are fear-based, anger, frustration, rage, uh, incredible sadness. Like all of those things are fear-based. Those are heavier. So in that moment, if you imagine yourself, I think I talked about carrying a backpack into 2024 and you have your proverbial backpack and, and what's in it. At that point, you can take out that anger, that sadness, that fear, that whatever it is that's weighing you down and you can leave it right there in that parking lot if, as an example, that happened. And then you get lighter and isn't that wonderful? that you can decide to leave that right there. You don't have to pick it up. If it's an argument that somebody has with you, you could decide not to engage in that argument. And isn't it wonderful that you have the power to decide that and to walk away from that? And if opening that bill is the, the very thing that it took all of your energy to do. Isn't it wonderful that you could actually open it up and maybe press an auto pay for that and not have to write out a whole check or do something and know that that bill is paid? Isn't that wonderful? Find whatever it is that truly gets you embodying. Isn't it wonderful? In a genuine, heartfelt way. If you cannot feel it 100%, keep looking. And I don't care if it is a microbe. It is the most tiniest little thing that you can see that is 100% wonderful. Maybe in that moment, maybe you can't see anything great about having your car hit in that parking lot. All you can see is the hustle and bustle, people who don't care that this just happened to you. Maybe the guy didn't wait. Maybe all of this stuff happens. So look around that parking lot and maybe you see geese flying overhead and that reminds you of a loved one that passed away and that reminds you of a good memory. Isn't it wonderful that you can access that memory? Or maybe maybe you can see just a dewdrop on the car and isn't it's reflecting a rainbow. And isn't that pretty? And isn't that wonderful? I don't care what it is. I don't care how small you've got to go. You go as small or as large as you need to. You find your perspective that gets you into genuinely, isn't it wonderful, in your body. And you will know that you're in that because you will feel lighter. There will be a sensation that is different than when you started out. And I want you to take stock of what that sensation is because that puts you into a balanced position of the four cornerstones. That's accessing your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical space 
and it's uniting the four of them because you're, if, you, if you're in this space, you're having a crisis of faith. That's spiritual, okay? There's one cornerstone. And then when you mentally find a new thought to have, there's another cornerstone. Then you can change your emotional space, third cornerstone. And then when you take it into account in the physical, fourth cornerstone, okay? That is going to lock in a balanced, healthy perspective that keeps you in a solid foundation, keeps you moving ahead in a space that you were not in all that long ago. So this is how you start to move the dial and you can pull yourself out of a crappy situation. So maybe you think about that little lightning bolt at your feet and know that it's a tiny little lightning bolt. It's not going to be this huge, massive something or other where somebody comes out of, out of the corner of nowhere and they say, oh, hey, I just opened up an auto body shop and I know how to fix that perfectly. And since I just opened it up and I'm looking to have positive advertisement for my company, I'm not even going to charge you for it. And all you got to do is just blast my name through social media and just say, go to Ed's auto body shop because maybe it was Ed that just came out of the corner. I don't know. That's, that shit ain't going to happen. Sorry. That ain't going to happen. And what's going on when, that, when you're looking for that is you're putting the power in somebody else's hands. You are looking around for somebody else to solve what's going on inside of you. It can't happen. It won't happen. You are the only one that can change your internal space. So that is a long and short version of how to change your internal space going into a new year. But you can do that right now. You can do that in short form and then you can have your target space. But I guarantee if you do, isn't it wonderful for two months, if you commit to it, you decide I am committing to isn't it wonderful. You can do this and you can find the faith. You can find the isn't it wonderful in every moment no matter how dark your space is right now. It will take some adjustment, but please, if you decide, if you commit to Isn't It Wonderful in 2024, you will change every aspect of your life. You will change how, if you lose that weight, you will change if you come out of your depression, you will change um, if you don't like your living circumstances or your job, because it is these tiny, tiny movements that make everything great. And when you are confronted with people and spaces and things that are not going right, that are anything but positive, it is nothing more than you being challenged to find the new perspective it's an opportunity to go, where is the isn't it wonderful? Where is my faith? And when you are looking at the, I'm trying to make sense out of nonsense right there, 
is something that you can pull out of your proverbial backpack and say, I'm leaving this here. I know it's not here. It's like going to the dump. The, what do they call it now? It's no longer the dump. It's the transfer station or the recycling center or whatever stupidity that they've renamed all this stuff. We used to call it the dump because they literally, you'd literally dump it there and they'd bury it. So it's always going to be the dump in my mind. It's the trash, the place you go and remove your garbage. So if, if you are going there looking for a million dollars and you didn't actually see a million dollars being buried there, why are you looking? That's trying to make sense out of nonsense. Leaving that space and going, I know it's not here. I know the million dollars isn't here. Why would I look here? You are releasing that burden and leaving it there. And that's lightening your load. So go and look for sense elsewhere. One of the sense that you could do is start looking for literal sense, C-E-N-T-S, instead of S-E-N-S-E. Where are you finding sense? Did a penny show up on the ground? Oh, hey, there's a little nod saying, yep, my sense is going to show up someplace. Look at that. It's right there. Or did you get like a little rebate you weren't expecting? Maybe you're, you just got a solar check, you know, and you switched from electric to solar and now you've got a rebate in the, in the mail and it's coming in dollars, not cents. Hey, look at that. You're finding sense of your world. And now it can S-E-N-S-E. It can make sense. Whatever tricks you need to, that need to employ in order to change the energy, change it. It's there. It's possible. And if you need help with this, please call me. I would love nothing more than to help you. Pardon me. That was a weird little burp in my mouth. I, I want to help people. That's why I'm doing this. I hope this turns your 2023 into, or your 2024 into a new space if 2023 wasn't good. If not, just take the next 60 seconds and look for, isn't it wonderful? And employ that. So, if you got questions about this, if you want to know how to do it, on this podcast, you go back in, there is a place that you can interact with me, ask questions. Other people will have the same questions. And it's a way that you can interact without having to have the awkwardness of a conversation. Okay. I know that that can be a thing, especially for the younger generations. That's really strange. Sometimes reaching out to a stranger. Yep. That would be the definition of strange, wouldn't it? So reach out in a way that's comfortable. That's changing perspective. That's finding the, isn't it wonderful that we can find different ways to connect with people? We can listen without actually having to engage. We can engage through just typing something and not actually have a face-to-face conversation. We can engage through voice. There are so many different ways to engage. It's a new perspective. Isn't it wonderful? that we can find those perspectives. So please take my silly little 
stories of lightning bolts on the ground and and see where they're at your feet. Find your lightning bolts and have an awesome 2024. And I hope to be talking with you. I hope to meet you in 2024. And until next time, I'm leaving you in charge. Take care.